Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I think is going to be a lot of fun to have on the show. We're in for a real treat. We're going to be talking about some great stuff in the world of entrepreneurship and leadership, which I'm I'm really excited about. Benjamin Lewick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Ben. I really appreciate it. It's great to be on here with you today. It is great to have you. (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? So for me, I believe that everyone deserves exceptional leadership, and I believe that everyone has the ability to be that exceptional leader for the people that are looking to them for leadership. Um, I am the founder of a company called Priority Initiative, and the mission of my company is to end workplace-related suicide. But instead of, you know, cursing the darkness, we're lighting a candle. So instead of focusing on the depression, anxiety, burnout, all of the things that lead to people getting to that point to where they make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation – We empower leaders with the tools, the skills, the knowledge, the experience, drawing on the last 25 years I've spent leading and developing teams to show them how to create a life-giving environment that's not only highly profitable, insanely productive, but it's a place that people love being a part of. People look forward to joining their team, to being at work, to interacting and collaborating with the other people in their company. Instead of smacking that alarm clock and like dreading going into work in the morning and dreading jumping on Zoom calls and dreading seeing their their boss or their teammates or or their coworkers. So we we show people how to transition from the the old industrial revolution era concepts of leadership and team development to an updated modern people-first approach to business, which just between you and me and the people that are listening. We're only five or 10 years out from a fourth industrial revolution. And the companies who don't get on board with this people revolution that's happening, that we're already starting to see glimmers of with the great resignation, as it were, the companies that don't get on board with this people-first approach to leadership and team development are going to become statistics, and they're not going to make the transition. That is incredible. There's a lot to unpack there because that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that truly is how how businesses are beginning, or at least you know the good ones anyway, are beginning to kind of view things a little bit differently because it's people, right? Whereas before, you know, industrial revolution, there was like kind of a class system that was a lot more pronounced than it is today. 
And like, you know, the factory workers were just like faceless nobodies that didn't matter, at least to the people that own the factories anyway. But today it's like, well, wait a minute. We as workers actually like are human beings. You know what I mean? And so I think there's a little bit of a, there's a bit of a, of a shift. And I'm seeing that as well in terms of, you know, online business as well and entrepreneurship. It's like, it's not like, you know, when, when you're making sales and when you're creating business, the businesses that last and the businesses that make an impact are the businesses that focus on building relationships and, and, and making an impact and actually viewing people as people and not just numbers on a list. So that is, and I'm sure that contributes a lot to what you said that you're helping with, which I was like floored by how incredible that is Like with workplace suicides. I mean, that's if you're not treated like a human being, if you don't feel like people care about you, I mean, that's one of the primary reasons that would send someone into a depression like that. Absolutely. You know, and to be fully transparent, one of the reasons that this is so important to me is because I've been in those positions where I'm in, um, let's call it what it is, a toxic workplace environment. You know, you can, you can call it, you know, um, a, um, an intense work environment. You can call it a high production environment. You can sugarcoat it however you want. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who've created toxic environments that have blown away KPIs and performance metrics, but they leave a trail of bodies behind them and they chalk it up to, oh, well, I guess they just weren't cut out for this line of work. Oh, I guess they're the weak link in the chain. You know, I guess they just couldn't hack it. And they brush it aside. But in the meantime, you have this this trail of bodies and this massive turnover um, and and all of this burnout. Um, And the statistics don't lie. Even though recently in the last several years, the federal government and large corporations and and all these, these entities have been throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at suicide awareness and mental health awareness, behavioral health awareness and prevention, things like this, the rate of workplace-related suicide continues to rise 3 to 5% and has for the last 40 years. It hasn't slowed down because they're throwing money at the symptoms. They're not addressing the root cause that leads to these symptoms to begin with. And that's where I found myself in a toxic workplace environment. Like, was I, was I thriving? Was I doing well from a pragmatic performance-based model. Yeah. Like I was doing great compared to my peers. Um, my, my boss loved me cause I got stuff done for him, but I also struggled with anxiety and depression. And at one point got to a place to where I was, you know, struggling with suicidal ideations and I had an exceptional leader come alongside me and put me first as a person and show me what that exceptional leadership looked like. And I began to look back over my life and see when I showed up for people like that and when other people showed up like that. And I realized that exceptional leadership is essential because it prevents funerals. Exceptional leadership is the answer to workplace-related suicide, to burnout, to turnover, to depression, to teams that don't have the buy-in teams that don't have that ownership and that collaboration, well, it comes down to that exceptional leadership. That's why I say everyone deserves it. Everyone deserves that experience of working with an exceptional leader. 
So I came out of that. I healed from that. And, and I came out the other side. But I've also attended funerals of people who didn't. People who I wasn't an influence in their life. You know, people who, because of my position and where I was in the organization, I didn't have the influence and impact to where I could speak into their life. And their leaders didn't care to show up for them. And those people are not here anymore. So I believe that it's, it's very, very important. But we don't focus on that. We don't focus on the symptoms. We don't focus on the problems. Simply cursing at the darkness and yelling at the darkness doesn't make it any brighter in the room. We need to light a candle. We need to turn on the lights. And we do that by empowering people with the tools and experience and knowledge they need to make a legitimate change that alters the environment that their teams and their companies grow in because every organism either thrives or dies based on its environment. That is incredible. I mean, that the, the, the movement you are creating and the work you're doing, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people may say their work like saves lives, but yours truly does save lives and the work you're doing. And so that's incredible that you're able to take your personal experience, which I appreciate you for being so open and honest and sharing with us. But the fact that you're able to take that experience and the lessons you learn coming out on the other side and seeing firsthand the people that didn't come out on the other side, you're able to take those experiences and you're able to use them and put into practice everything you learned to, you know, make an impact so you can, you know, help as many people as possible not suffer from the same thing, which I think is amazing. I mean, so training, you know, creating these leaders and being able to spread the influence beyond just what you yourself could do as a leader, training other leaders to, you know, take it even further is incredible. Now, I am a huge fan of actionable advice, right? I want people to be able to take something from this and use it and implement it today. So let's say, yeah, yeah. So let's say someone's listening to this and they feel inspired, right? They feel inspired, which you'd have to be probably like a psychopath to not feel inspired. (laughs) Well, one would hope so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So let's say someone's listening and they, they feel inspired to, to be that leader for someone else. Um, cause a lot of the people listen to my podcast are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are leaders because you have to be the leader in your own life. You don't have a boss. So that means you're the boss. What is a boss, but a leader, right? So what would be a piece of actionable advice you would give to them to, you know, be more intentional about their leadership? So when it comes to leadership, leadership is rooted in, in, influence, impact, and power. There's multiple different bases of power, legitimate power, coercive power, reward power, referent power, list goes on and on and on. Um, I don't want to dig into that because then we get down to like a really like technical bunny trail. So unless you're like a really big fan of leadership theory and nerd out (laughs) over that, like I do, people are like, okay, yawn, boring, next. (laughs) So we won't unpack that. But what it really comes down to is, is that We have to understand that as a leader, a lot of times, a lot of times people have this tendency to view things through a lens of, oh, I'm a leader and I have followers. And they forget that every single interaction, whether it's B2B, a business to business um, transaction or relationship or a B2C, business customers, you get an e-com store, whatever, you have clients, customers, you have your team members, however you're showing up as a leader. At the end of the day, 
it's all human to human interactions. You are a person with needs, desires, wants, fears, hopes, dreams, and so is the other person across from you. The only way that you're going to have a healthy, productive relationship with them and receive that permission to be a leader in their life is if that person feels like you value them as a person first, not as a client, not as a customer, not as a prospect or a lead or a vendor or a supplier, whatever your relationship is with them professionally, you know, it's to use kind of a cliche phrase, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. You know, we've heard that over and over and then it's kind of gotten brushed to the side, but at the end of the day, all business is human to human interaction. All leadership is human to human interaction. So in terms of practical application, the easiest thing I would tell you to do is ask the people that you're leading, what can I do to be a better leader for you today? What can I do to add value to your life today? And after, you know, if you're not in the habit of doing that, after your, your team or your clients or your, your coworkers pick their jaws up off the floor um, in surprise, they will tell you because people want to be heard. People want to be understood. People want to feel like what they say, what they think, what they feel matters. And if you give them the permission and space to fill that relationship and that communication between you with their thoughts, dreams, hopes, desires, they will fill it and they will give you the answers to the test and they will tell you exactly what you need to do to show up as an exceptional leader for them. Because that exceptional leader for one team member looks a little bit different than it does for another team member or for a client or for a customer or for a fellow entrepreneur that you have an accountability relationship with. But that's where a lot of people, they like they try to figure it out and they try to read books and they try to go to masterminds. And they try to do all these other things and end up with information overload when they could just ask someone. Yeah, that is that is incredible because really, I mean, again, what it all comes down to is relationships. That's what a good business is built on and that's how, you know, interactions have to happen. I mean, think about if you're if you're if you have to sell your product or service, like wouldn't it be easier to sell someone that you actually have a relationship with and that you actually care about? You know what I mean? Like 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 Absolutely. At the end of the day, I mean, if we're talking about being a leader in the marketplace and, and interacting with clients and customers and things like this, um, I forget who said it, but I, I heard a saying, and it really rang true for me, is that customers and clients will refund tra- transactions. Customers and clients will refund transactions, but they won't refund relationships. You know, So if you have a relationship with someone and and eventually you're going to make a mistake and that relationship will go sideways to some degree. Well, if you've built up that relationship currency, if you've built up the balance by showing up as an exceptional leader in that relationship and adding value to that other person, then they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt and give you the opportunity to make things right. Because if they know you to be an exceptional leader and to show up a certain way for them, and then something happens to where you don't show up that way, they're going to be like, oh, that's weird. That's that's not like the person I know. I wonder what's going on. 
And you're like, oh man, like I totally messed up. Let me make this right. They're like, okay, cool. That's the person I know. And they give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. And they give you the space to show up as a better version of yourself. They give you the ability to be better every day. And that really does only come from having a genuine relationship, you know, with them. And you can see that, you know, you can, you can really see that people. And I'm sure, you know, anyone, um, listening that's an entrepreneur, at least I know I am when you're saying this, like I can picture in my mind, like the clients I've worked with and how they would respond and how I would respond if I made like a mistake, you know, it'd be like, yeah, that's not, you know, and then I would, you know, come back and be like, oh, you know, let me make this right. You know what I mean? And then it's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, no worries at all. You know what I mean? It, it just comes from that relationship. And it's like, you really can't stress the importance of creating those relationships enough, honestly. Absolutely. You know, and when it comes down to like, you know, the, the pragmatic, like the brass tacks and the logistics and stuff of showing up as a leader and developing a team and things like this to show up a certain way in the market, you know, having a replicable framework makes all the difference. You know, not trying to to wild, wild west, shoot from the hip and just kind of figure it out as you go along. Um, that's what I did for decades, you know, and then refined my whole approach to it and eventually boiled it down into a refined framework that I've been using um, re- with a ridiculous amount of success. You know, it's, it's what I teach to other leaders, you know, I'm talking about empowering them. Um, it's important to have something that's replicable. You know, it's, it's important to, to have something real that you can empower someone else with because the deeper into your organization, into your team that you empower your people, the more empowered your organization will be to grow and have influence and impact in the market. Yeah, no, there, there it is. I think that is, that is incredible. And Benjamin, I think we could probably talk about this for a long time, I think, but I want to make sure I respect your time and the time of our listeners. Thank you for sharing these incredible insights and for giving us an insight into you and your powerful story and being willing to be so open with us. I think that is that is very, very powerful. So thank you for that. If Anyone listening is interested in you and in the work you're doing, which I'm going to go ahead and assume that they are, uh, where can they find, where can they find out more about you? So the easiest place to go is prioryinitiative.com. It's our website. Um, you land on the homepage and there's a picture of me sitting there grinning at the camera. Um, and there's links along the top. If you want to grab a copy of the newest book that I wrote called The Antidote, I'm talking about the antidote to the industrial age uh, concepts of leadership and team building that are creating toxic environments. I wrote a book about that. You can grab the link there. There's a big blue button that says connect. All of the links to all of my social media profiles are on there. Pick the one that you like, the one that you prefer, or pick them all and uh, come find me. Let's have a conversation. I love to talk to people. I love to help people show up as the best versions of themselves. So go to the website. Hit me up there and then uh, follow whatever link you want to whatever social platform. And uh, let's have a conversation. That is incredible. Thank you so much, Benjamin. I highly encourage everyone to take him up on that because that's that's some life-changing stuff right there. And thank, just thank you again, Benjamin, for coming on the podcast.
Well, I really appreciate it, man. I, I love the opportunity to to have conversations, real conversations with real people who are interested in making a real impact and change. So thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.